0: Last time on cast, the cast crew delivered a roundup of the best and most up-to-date nostalgic news, discussed the stories, and gave their thoughts. I'm your host, who rides hard for Mr. Popo, Andrew Price. Oh. <laughs> not for Mr. Popo. People of Earth, Lynn Tyler Palo, your energy. Are you ready now to witness a power not seen for thousands of years? Yep. Kelby Joseph. Yeah, that's me. And... Dad Beats, a.k.a. Absentee Dad Beats, no. a.k.a. <laughs> Kirk Pichon. Dad,
1: wow. Damn,
0: you're going to make all 11 people that listen to, to this.
2: Absentee Dad Beats so goes with Dragon
0: Ball people. This song oh. is going a little longer than I anticipated it was going to. I thought that was going to take longer to get through. Also last time on Nostalgia Cast, we talked about, uh, what did we talk about? Chucky, a Chucky show
3: talked about lizzie mcguire
0: we talked about lizzie mcguire matrix 4 we did not talk about matrix 4 that was on several the episodes heck? ago We ate candy all right now oh, we yeah. ate candy.
4: That's for
3: kirk
1: if you don't know what that is that's dragon ball z oh okay
3: Okay. Goku was a
2: terrible father, is what he was getting at. Yeah, he was yeah.
1: not well, a terrible father. Well, no, what father, he was getting he at is, the is the that I'm a terrible oh,
2: yeah, father. He, he was drawing a parallel between he, yourself and true. Goku. Yes. Your son is your dad. Both because you can go Super Saiyan <laughs> yeah. and you're yeah. a terrible
3: father. <laughs> he is. He's Mr. Pinchon. Yeah.
2: So uh, let's are, go deep into this Mr. Popo thing. Which is to say... I'm not going <laughs> to go
5: into it. Which is to say, R.I.P. Bryce Armstrong, yeah, narrator of the... Funimation dub of Dragon Ball Z, the one we all remember from watching on Fox Kids and Toonami, and he was also the voice of Captain Ginyu. He passed away at 84 years old.
1: Oh, wow. Well, rest in peace.
5: On uh, January 10th of Natural Causes. That's oh. dang and I think I did a pretty good impression. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah,
3: yeah, I was thinking it was spot on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, mean, I, no I was comment. like, God, he
5: fucking nailed it.
2: Andrew, I want to take a moment to say that that is the third I've seen you drink this year. <clears throat> I'm worried about you, bud. Are you lacking energy? Because you're drinking coffee and a monster. Goodness gracious! <laughs> and you're putting like sugar. Like, What is Motherfuck. going on, I man? I have this
5: strategically hidden behind this. Oh, I thinking, and you, oh, and, you, I and, you just... and you fucking dox me?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Donut shaming? Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn. Damn. I didn't even have to hide why it you... for the audio
5: version. Why are you uh, drinking uh, two caffeine sources?
1: <laughs> what? Why are you drinking two caffeine sources? Yeah. I just. I
5: mean, I always have a cup of coffee in the morning. He and drinks and the other one for Taurine. I tarry. mean,
3: I can tell you why. Oh. He has two toddler children.
2: Oh, is that a factor? Of is that a factor?
1: Is, is, that is, a that's is why. Big E a toddler still?
5: Big E is the only one that is, is a, toddler. a toddler. And then oh, you have oh. a, baby. Oh, a, yeah. don't and you, a baby. Don't
2: you have the first one to take care of the second one? Not that that's early facts. on. That's oh, yeah. facts. Oh, gosh, You got to yeah. wait five years. If, uh,
5: <laughs> if Ephraim was left alone with Alistair, uh, <laughs> I would have not. one child. One <laughs> child. <laughs> All
1: right, well, what's going on, guys? It's been a while since I've seen
5: you. It's
3: only been a couple
1: minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you always say that. For the people. I feel like people. I, I feel like say, the, the joke
5: is lost on the audience. That every, I'm, I'm every time you say that, like in a realistic we, sense, you <laughs> just saw us all for like <laughs> the entire morning.
1: No, but how's it going in general? I, like, let's pretend. <laughs> let's pretend.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're supposed to be a team. You guys aren't <laughs> no, catching, my, catching my passes, man. Andrew, Andrew doesn't want to take improv passes I'm yucking your Sorry, I'm yucking your yum.
1: Yes, and brother its that the the wrestling improv. <laughs> yes. All right, well then forget it. Everybody's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Here
5: we go. I'm drinking a monster in a Coffee, I mean, Yo, that's is that is there anything else you need to know?
1: You're gonna sweat all day long. I hope I do. That's I hope point. it's green and <laughs> glows in the, in the dark. Didn't you say 11 episodes ago that you care so much that you want to live very long and that's why you take a shower a month and blah 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 and all this stuff? I'm, and then you're drinking, you want green pea.
3: Speaking,
5: I'm impressed that you remember <laughs> anything that we've talked about on this <laughs> podcast. Your, yeah, yeah, Because
3: <laughs> you can't remember the whole conversation about John Wick four and.
1: It, it, but speaking it's of. It's not like the lake house is going to be trash. That's true. That's I agree. True. Thank you.
2: Uh, green and glowing, Lou Frigno became a uh, highway patrol somewhere or a deputy somewhere. He did? Wait, he, he, yeah. what? He, he, be- he was deputized. Years he old. became a
5: deputy. Uh, deputy Something Sheriff in, Something in, in, yeah. in New Mexico Yeah yeah
2: but Good for
3: him Yeah he's been working at it For a long time
5: And, and he did it
2: That's amazing That's great for Good him Good for him there is, there is life after fame
3: I love tra- I love healthy transitions too. Yeah.
5: yeah He became, a, he became he? a Deputy Sheriff In uh, Sorocco County New Mexico That's awesome Or so- Socorro County New Mexico you I was think gonna say think those King of Queens Checks
1: is not cash, in state. King- you not cash Lou
2: Ferrigno was in King of Queens, Queens?
4: Man
3: don't talk to him Yeah he was in King of
1: Queens Was he? Not
2: every episode
3: But he was in for several Seasons here and there
2: I just still Cannot get over uh, the fact that they Walk their dad like a dog in that show <laughs> They have a dad walker
5: I can't get over the fact that I Just not I, This is just making me realize that my All my entire life goals have just been Completely wrong I should have never moved away From New Mexico oh. and moved to LA <laughs> I should have stayed in New Mexico so the Fucking Hulk could be oh my, my sheriff God, God. How old no he? that would not have been Okay he's what like 59 he's gotta be, 50. gotta be 70 no. Oh my god. No, he's like he looks great for 70.
1: 61.
5: If he is. He's also deaf. Yeah. Oh.
1: What kind of cop?
2: <laughs> if if Andrew <laughs> still lived in New Mexico, though, he would intentionally become a bad guy. I would. So he could tell
5: people he got oh. pulled over by the Hulk. No, he
3: would, just he go, would be Boo. the New Mexico villain. Yes.
5: Ooh, like lose. the Yes. And he wouldn't be able to hear you. And he'd be arresting me and he'd be like, he'd be like <laughs> <laughs> He'd be arresting me and he'd be like, you know, uh, you know what you did, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I think I do." Does that does that does that make, make you angry at all? <laughs> and every time he's Come like, on, "No, no, I'm no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm pretty, pretty I'm just, zen right now." <laughs> you broke the law, but you know this is my job, and <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> you nice know, so. does does, does it make you a little bit angry? <laughs> You're
3: like, I'm okay. I mean, I'm a little miffed that I have to <laughs> yeah. do this, but I'm not actually. But angry. like,
5: what if like, what if I just like broke this window?
3: I would <laughs> I, I would write you a ticket and tell you not to do it again. And the whole time you're like, God damn it. He you won't got, change. He won't turn. You guys, I got a
2: guy out here calling himself a supervillain. Says he won't be taken in by anybody but Lou Ferrigno.
1: <laughs> Does he's not calling him, you, doesn't that make you angry? <laughs> it,
2: he's calling himself the illegal 68. alien.
1: 68. As a sheriff. 68? That's fantastic. Wow. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. is. Don't He can't chase you. I'd hope I, to get you. Well, oh,
2: <laughs> Lou, I know you're listening. <laughs> I think Kelby just challenged you to a parking
1: lot fight. <laughs> Me? Yes. I'm what? talking about Lou Ferrigno. Yep. Oh, You Lou, talking about I how... you were talking about Blue Lou. No, not... No, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I don't
2: want no, you to die.
1: No, no, I'm not uh, trying to yeah, kill you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't do that. But you
2: and Lou Ferrigno got to fight now because you put... you
1: fight em.
5: I think... This is a weird thing that happens where action... Star actors want to become law enforcement. Yeah, later Steven in their Singal. life. Mm.
3: Why
2: not? Shaq, Shaq. Yeah, and like, and like, oh my God,
5: Clint Eastwood. I think he was like the mayor of like Carmel, Carmel by, Mel, by yeah. the Sea for, for a while.
4: while. Yeah,
2: is that town's name actually Carmel by no. the Sea? I think it's just Carmel. No, uh, the
5: the, f- the name is the full name of the town oh, is Carmel really by like, the Sea. Oh, that's
2: hilarious! How fucking
5: <laughs> there's a lot of name towns with like weird names like that mm-hmm. around the country. Mm-hmm. Like some some town in. um I think it's New Mexico. There's a town called Truth and Consequence. A um, uh, fine, or maybe it's uh, Arizona. Quentin
3: Tarantino ripoff movie directed by Kiefer Sutherland, starring Kiefer Sutherland, and it's real
4: bad.
5: It's no. uh, what is it called? Sorry, Truth or Consequence. Truth or Consequence. Yeah, it's, called, <laughs> it's called Truth or Consequence, New Mexico. Yeah, it is New Mexico, Bob. and it's named that because there was a game show in the 40s or whatever. Oh, uh, called Truth or Consequences. Mm-hmm. They offered to, like, give the city money if they change their name to Truth or Consequences, and that's why that town is called that.
3: I mean, I would. When I
2: own a town, I'm going to call it Darwin and Greg, Ohio. It
5: sounds like a, like, kind of western-y, kind of like... Darwin Greg, Ohio, like, California. Uh, like... <laughs> You know, uh, like my, 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 my grandpa uh, was born in a town, a little town in Texas called Roundup. And it sounds like something like that. It sounds yeah. like some like kind of westerny y folksy name, but it's actually just named after a game show because yeah. they paid them.
3: It's just like a regular
2: town. That's yeah. Weird. Back in the day, Cox paid an entire town to name themselves after it. So it was like, cox california or something like that and it was amazing it was it spelled like we think it's spelled no cox, oh, so. C-O-X like the,
5: the there's some lady back in the 90s who the, um i forget the name what was it is it rare i forget which company publishes or developed uh the Turok games oh, I but they but games. they paid a woman to name her son Turok. that's not a bad as part of like a pr thing that's was not a, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And most recently, there was a guy who named his son Goku. That's,
1: that's not a good name. That's understandable. Is, is Turok black?
5: No, it was like a white lady. But t- Turok, Turok is like an is like a Native American guy. It's Turok Dinosaur Hunter. It's a, it was a first-person shooter on the it, N64. No,
3: we'll you know. take it. <laughs> you need
5: to co-opt it? Yeah, it's yeah, mine now. Before we get into the stories, kind of a follow-up from a previous story. Several episodes ago, um, we reviewed the first episode of Watchmen. We talked about it. We all seemed to like it. Very much. Probably everybody else in this room fell off of it. I doubt you watched even the second episode. No, it's only because
3: I I didn't have HBO. I don't have HBO. Uh, oh
5: but I watched the whole season. So the so the the, the the first season came to a close. It was it was very good. Maybe it didn't end as perfectly as I wanted it to. I think that because they were confined to the sort of like nine episode season they had to kind of rush some things. They were setting up a lot of track and then they kind of had to like pay it all off in the last episode and so some things were maybe a little bit more rushed than they could have been, but otherwise very good and and I think very powerful and very relevant to um our, you know the modern social issues we're going through. And uh so this the first season ended and basically what happened was the series creator and showrunner David Lindelof, he was like I'm I'm done, like I'm not going to do a second season. And he said you guys can do a second season if you want, but I'm not going to do it. And uh, surprisingly, HBO decided to just end the show after the one season because they only wanted to do it with him. And uh, as a matter of fact, they said, uh, it's really in Damon's thinking about what he wants to do. If there's an idea that really, that excited him about another season, another installment, maybe like a Fargo, True Detective anthology take on it, or if he wants to do something different altogether, we're very proud of Watchmen, but what I'm most interested in is what Damon wants to do. So they kind of took this stand of like, yeah, we love this and we're proud of it, but like we're more interested in working with Damon Lindelof than we are with doing another season of this show.
3: I find this wow. so rare and so odd that I feel like maybe some, uh, maybe I'm being paranoid, but that they're hiding something. Yeah, that, that's it's got to be more because nefarious it's than so. Than, yeah, it's, yeah, it's so rare because <laughs> that show. I mean, I don't know how it did numbers wise for HBO, but it was critically acclaimed. Yeah, like it was yeah. way critically acclaimed. <laughs> So to have, A, the creator go, you know, I don't want to do it. You can do it. I don't mind. And HBO going, no, 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 no. We we would rather do it with you so we're not going to do it. That seems weird.
5: Yeah, it is weird. And also, I won't take credit for this observation. This is actually something that my friend pointed out to me. But the crazy thing is, on the episode where we reviewed The Watchmen, if you remember the, <laughs> the discussion, I kind of gave you guys all like a primer mm-hmm. on the whole story of Watchmen. Yeah. And the whole sort of lineage and story of The Watchmen is that Alan Moore created the book and did the book with uh, with with the artist Dave Gibbons. And then uh, he ca- struck a deal with DC where they're basically like, once this book goes out of print, the rights to the, all the characters in the book will revert to you. And it was kind of like a trick because you know, little did Alan Moore realize that the book would just never go out of print and oh, yeah. it's still to this day in, in print and like one of the best-selling comics ever. And so it completely disillusioned him with uh, mainstream comics and he sort of like, he vowed to never work with DC again and he's disavowed any usage of the Watchmen property. He, you know, any movies or reboot comics or this or whatever. He's just like, I want nothing to do with it. And and they've DC has offered him the money on several, on all these things, like he's always offered royalties for it and he always turns them down and he gives his cut of the royalties to Dave Gibbons and Dave Gibbons is like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he'll go around and be in the interviews and talk about how great the movie is or the show is or whatever, like he doesn't have the same qualms that that Alan Moore did. In the comics industry, there's a very specific syntax to the way that they handle ownership where it's like if you, the writer and the artist are sort of given like equal creator credit over comics because back in the day that didn't happen and artists were routinely screwed out of credit so they've kind of re they've course corrected heavily to being like the artist is just as much the creator and the owner of this thing as the writer but low 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 key alan moore created Watchmen and Mm -hmm. dave gibbons it. So what
1: does this have to do with the show?
5: Uh, so the so I I, I got lost. <laughs> yeah, <that. I'm> <laughs> I have no idea how this uh, applies to the show. So, but the crazy thing is, is that that was the whole lineage of it was mm-hmm. that you know they made the, anytime that they anytime that they make anything with the Watchmen, whether it's the uh, new comics that they do at DC or the movie that Zack Snyder directed or this, anytime they make something like this, they're doing it with the direct knowledge that the creator of the Watchmen doesn't want them to, and mm-hmm. is like fuck you. There's a lot of fans who, mm-hmm. who are like, I will refuse to, like my friend, no matter how good Watchmen is, he will never watch it because of what it stands for, of just like the theft of somebody's idea. Mm-hmm. So, they, so they're, they're, they do this show that, you know, in and of itself, just by doing the show, they're basically taking a thing and doing it without the creator's consent and doing it without them. But then when this other guy who was sort of part of that, of like Damon Lindelof, did this show, he took it to HBO Mm -hmm. and pitched it, all with direct knowledge of like, the person who created this does not want me to do this and this is sort of like a direct slap in the face to him uh, after everything that happened to him and how much he got screwed out of ownership. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, to take that and then for them to be like, but we won't do it without the original creator. Like, (laughs) quote quote unquote (laughs) creator. He didn't create Mm -hmm. the Watchmen, he just quote unquote created the show and for HBO to be like, we we can't do it without Damon. We refuse to do this without him involved. It's just very ironic considering yeah. what Watchmen is and is how it's built off of that exact scenario of like people people doing a thing without the consent of the creator. But
3: that happens like every <clears throat> day in L.A. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> but like, like it's a, it's common. It happens
5: every day, and it's common. And certainly, many of the stories are just as fucked up as the Alan Moore thing. But the out, but. The Alan Moore thing is a little more distinct and it's a little different than most stories because of the fact that like there was deceit involved, Mm -hmm. like the guy that did the covers for Goosebumps and how he just kind of got in the grand scheme of things, just royally screwed. Yeah, Not according to Tyler. So he, you know, he did these covers and he got paid like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or whatever the number was, but you know, just a commission per, Mm -hmm. he got paid on a flat rate per cover to do these things. And these books became wildly, massively popular. Uh, Arl Stein became like a multi-millionaire rich uh, off of these books uh, because he, you know, owns it and has royalties. And the uh, the artist got nothing uh, other than just what he got paid to do them uh, because he was never given an option of, like, being given any partial ownership or any kind of royalties or whatever. And it's kind of fucked up because the reason why those books are popular is because of the covers. Mm -hmm. Like, he's probably... 90 percent responsible for the popularity of that book series and he just got nothing he's just a guy and arlstein is fucking rich uh but the but the difference is is that he was never tricked into believing something that ended up not happening like nobody was ever like once these books go out of print you'll get yeah revenue you'll get royalties or like there there was no like there was no Deceit in him agreeing to do that. It feels like still that there's something.
3: Yeah, there's something Um, that's going on, and also like (laughs) great. Now the this cast that has been like, oh my god, this show is going great. People love it. Can't wait for the next season. Um, No. When did that happen? When did they do the whole?
2: When did Alan Moore create the Watchmen? And are the still are the same people still running DC as they were back then when this happened? 1986. When all this went down, like, did the are the same people in charge, or have new people taken over? And and would uh, have they tried to just give him the rights to it? Because he, I, I, I think he would just come around if they were like, "Here's all the rights to it. I understand it's a lot of money, but as long as you write a few more books with us, you could have all of it."
5: If they unilaterally gave him the ownership of the Watchmen and all the characters back, mm. I'm sure he'd probably find it in his heart to forgive DC, even if some of the people who worked in the, there in the 80s are still there. I don't really know what that is. I'm sure it's a I'm sure it's a mixture. I'm sure it's like mm. probably largely new people, but there probably are some people that are still working there from back in the day. But they they would never do that.
3: That's unfortunate. I feel they should have continued on. It's my hot take.
2: Mm. Yeah, get a different director every time, make the whole feel of it different, tell it from a different perspective. Fuck it. I'm really
3: shocked that HBO was like,
1: <laughs> "We're going to move away from this to like claimed hit." It's really weird. I heard that the numbers got kind of low at in the second half, though. The viewership numbers.
5: I mean, I, I, honestly, I didn't look into the ratings of it at all. My, own, my only barometer for how big it was was just... Social media. Social media. Like, yeah. I, I, I certainly didn't see people talking about the show in the same way that I saw people talking about Game of Thrones or, or um, mm-hmm. Westworld. So I'm, I'm sure it wasn't as big of a hit as either of those shows.
1: Mm-mm. Them first three episodes got everybody in and then after that. Yeah. You
5: know, right. But, you know, ratings aside, it was it was a fucking good show.
1: Well, rest in peace to the Watchmen. For now, <laughs> you
2: said it was ironic, and I, all I thought was, "It's like rain and squid <laughs> <laughs> on Times Square." All right, next thing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: From a refreshingly natural end to an arbitrarily prolonged death. Mm, nice segue, Robert Downey Jr. Demanding a ridiculous sum of money to return to the MCU. According to sources, Robert Downey Jr. isn't ruling out a return to the MCU, but he's asking for a ridiculous amount of money if they want him back. We weren't able to get an exact figure confirmed, but we've told we've been told that he wants more than his base salary was for Endgame. According to the Observer, that was $20 million, so he's asking for more than that for whatever form his MCU return may take. Be it a role in the Ironheart TV show or somewhere else. And yeah, they're developing an Ironheart TV show. Ironheart is uh, kind of like a more recent uh, Marvel character. I, th- I think it was created by Brian Michael Bendis. He's a comic book writer. He created Miles Morales. He's not black, but he creates a lot of like black versions of characters.
1: <laughs> Get uh, this guy out of here.
5: And he created Ironheart, which is a uh, a teenage black female so. Iron Man
3: oh
2: who's iron lad
5: i know the name i i don't know
2: iron lad is like a time traveler who comes Rican back
1: dog yeah, it's just a, it's just a young iron man oh, character okay. robert downey jr <laughs> does not want to play iron man anymore. yeah i agree i he, I he just... doesn't want to do it anymore and i i think in his head he said i thought we understood this and then they're like everybody wants you back and he goes fine Seventy million dollars. Absolutely, I think. That's Hopefully, what he's doing. Uh, just saying they're never gonna agree to this, yeah. and then next year, what if they did? They're that? gonna do, do it. They're Definitely yeah, what, gonna pay it. Yeah, him. what if
5: they did though? It's like that's I mean, that's pretty much what happened to Donald Trump. He'll he was, do it. Oh, I he believe like, he'll do it. He was like, "Make me president. uh, We'll build a wall. Mexico will pay for it." And then people were like, "Yes, please." And he was like, "Oh shit,
3: <laughs> shit." <laughs> I <laughs> I hope they pay Robert Downey Jr. That no I, I, want, yeah, I love it I, I love that I it's love a that. Wrap. Cut I, the movie's but, over. But he <laughs> but he is cutting it. He's like I don't want to do it. You know what? If you want me
1: back, <clears throat> I want fifty million dollars. If they say. Well, okay, Mr. Downey, here's your big bag Absolutely. of Absolutely. I mean, he needs to make that money back from that horrendous movie he just oh, made. Oh, he's but, doing yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Doolittle? I thought you were saying yeah. Endgame. He's nah, doing Doolittle. Do
2: you don't know that Doolittle is to come yet. across the table. No, 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 I'm just I'm saying. saying
1: it's doing poorly, and his, <laughs> he, he and his wife are executive producers. So are they? I'm, I'm su- sure they lost uh, some money there. I'm
5: sure they're fine. We knew that movie was going to be fucking. Yeah. was going to be a train wreck. I mean, come on. Yeah. Sure. For sure. But I'm just saying. I don't like to judge movies by trailers. Oh, and yeah, I, and I usually, I reserve my opinion a, a lot of time because I understand that the way that trailers are made for marketing purposes, usually like are very poor representations of what the movie <laughs> is going to be. But there are some movies where you watch it and you're just like, or there's some trailers that you watch it and it's just like, no matter what, you're just like, I've yep. got this movie's number. Yep. This is going to be a fucking disaster. disaster. And Kelby, that's are why you I...
1: going to be mad if he really makes that money? Are you going to be disappointed? Who are you going to be disappointed I, I... in? The thing is I'm not gonna, I wouldn't the consumer. Be, I wouldn't I wouldn't be disappointed in the money part yeah, because for me it's like make your money whatever but he doesn't want to do it. He just said on Joe Rogan that he's he's old like he feels old. He doesn't want to be the old guy playing a superhero anymore. When he saw who was it? Batman or no, when he saw Superman playing a superhero at like 60. It's just goofy and doofy. So why? Goofy and doofy. It's goofy and doofy. I'm so as much as we I love... I hate a goofy especially. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> no. So, so as, mu- as much as we love Robert Downey Jr., I think that if we bring him back f- f- first, we're gonna see the age. Because the last time I saw him as Iron Man, I was like, this dude is getting old. The wrinkles are showing. And that's not the guy I wanna call to save me. But to recast Iron Man. Don't
3: do any more Iron Man. So don't do any more. You're saying just finish it.
1: it. It's a wrap. Bring him back in 10 years like they do Spider-Man. So we can hate that guy for a while and then eventually love him.
3: I say
2: the opposite. There is a comic book where we find out. Tony Stark has a twin brother, Arlo Stark. I say get fucking Robert Downey Jr. in there playing both roles. Nope. I want double Robert Downey Jr. The
1: only thing, the only way I'll accept Robert Downey Jr. coming back to play Iron Man is in 10 years, he does the Batman Beyond thing, and he's old Iron Man passing the suit down to a new young fresh Iron Lad. How do they bring him? Yeah. I get this is a stupid <laughs> question. I'm sorry, I'm asking it. Uh-huh. How do they bring him back? They, tra- he they time did travel. Die. They time Well, travel.
3: Uh, he did die. He did die,
1: right? He did
5: die, and they could do so many things. It's it's yeah, it's it, a multiverse time baked, baked into the Marvel comics universe is uh. the fact that there's like infinite different universes. Oh, I don't think it's like it's like uh, you know uh, Miles Morales, basically like there's like the Amazing Spider-Man, which is like this sort of prime universe Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Mm the one that sort of like is the most iconic one. And then there's like Ultimate Spider-Man, which was a book in the 90s, which is like a slightly different version of Spider-Man. That version of Peter Parker dies and Miles Morales becomes the new Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Into the Spider-Verse was sort of an adaptation. Oh, okay. uh, but But uh, the, thing I didn't the, see the, the main Peter Parker from like the Prime Universe goes into the Ultimate Spider-Man universe and teams up with Miles Morales and they do stuff. And then there's like, Another universe where, like, inst- like instead of Spider-Man, uh, his girlfriend, Gwen Stacy, like, Peter Parker dies, and then she becomes the Spider-Woman. And that's a whole other comic. So they there's, like, infinite ways for them to be like, oh, Spider-Man, yeah. or Iron Man's back.
3: It's all exhausting. Yeah. Here's what I, I want. Gwen Poucher wakes up. It was all a dream. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> is in, in the shower. To, she's in
5: bed next to uh, Bob Newhart.
4: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I had this terrible dream that... I was married to Iron Man, and he was real quippy and annoying. Yeah. And oh, that's what I want. I
4: love it. I love it. I
5: had this weird dream that uh, you know, like that kid that got like did some movies in the eighties, and then he got like he went to prison and and had all these like addiction drug issues. Like he just became like the biggest movie
3: yeah. star in the world. It was really weird. It's ridiculous. Thank God that didn't happen.
1: Yeah. You think he's bigger than the Rock? Yes, a hundred percent. Eighty-five percent. If he was bigger than the Rock. Doolittle would have made money. Oh, The Rock should have played Doolittle. The Rock was the on Jungle Cruise. The Rock isn't so many bombs. He's not a guarantee. past five past five years. Mm. Um,
5: Fast and Furious movies not a bomb.
1: No, those oh wait, you guys are being like oh uh, box
2: office. Uh, I just mean that movies. Uh, all those movies. The stuff. Tooth Fairy. Not a bomb. Uh, that's not the Bay, last one. Baywatch. Baywatch. Not a bomb. Baywatch. This Wasn't was. a bomb. It made plenty money. No, it didn't. It bomb. It no, it didn't. Look it up.
1: up. Here we
3: go. Look at the tooth fairy. That's like that's like ten that's years like ago. So long no, ago. ago it? there. It's
1: like yeah. It's real old. <laughs> Two thousand five. Actually,
3: <laughs> his best movie was
2: Do the Game Plan, tall. where he has a doll. Oh, the daughter. Uh, The Walking Tall was amazing. Walking, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he does a good movie. And uh, what was the other, the one with um, where he has to go and find the dude's uh son. In the Amazon, or in the in the jungle. Uh Dora. Uh, yes. Um, wait. No, it wasn't Dora. It was it was rundown. the run run uh, rundown. Oh, yeah. Oh god. my god. Great. great. So good little thunder. Baywatch
5: made fifty-eight million dollars on a sixty nine million dollar budget. No way. Yeah. Look up Tooth Fairy. Up. <laughs> Stop asking.
1: I want to hear about Tooth Fairy. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, Tooth Fairy? <laughs> this should have been my hey, top. Hey, what are
1: you looking at? I see it made one one seventy eight seven.
5: That's worldwide. That's a win. it's not a win. IMDB said one hundred and sixty something, but it it costs sixty nine million dollars to make it, plus all the marketing sure. they, so made they made nothing they made like, no money
1: that's like a hundred million so it made like seventy million
5: It's smarter to look at the domestic because you can just write off the worldwide the 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 difference of the worldwide for the marketing that they spend on it. The tooth fairy on a budget of forty eight million dollars made $60 million oh domestically. Oh, my God. Hey. The yeah. Tooth Fairy did better than fucking Baywatch. Yeah. Nah, yeah. come on. You know, ch-
1: m- other countries spend more money on American movies. Come on, Andrew. You're not a noob. I don't know, man.
5: <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> don't make Andrew angry. I what? mean. Andrew Ferrigno? Yeah. <laughs> George he Washington. He a green monster. George Washington tried to, tried to, he taught us a lesson.
1: Oh, boy.
2: Yeah, take he, shrooms and write the, write your laws.
5: They he he established the fact that, that he, he could have just kept being president. Oh. And he said I'm going to teach them how to say goodbye.
2: One last time.
5: And we've forgotten that lesson. Because now we right. don't we can't say goodbye to anything. Oh, that's yeah, good yeah. Point. yeah. That's a good point. Iron Man had had the one of the most epic satisfying conclusions yeah, that a character can have. In the history of storytelling, like <laughs> movies, maybe even anything. And we just and we just want him back. Of course yeah. we want him back. No. But we, you just gotta you gotta say goodbye. Man, yeah. Man's dead. How do I how I'll tell you
1: how. Bye. Say
5: goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I hope this it doesn't does. happen.
1: Yeah, that's why he's doing it. He's he's just I hope it happens
3: just for the fuck you money. Oh, he's unwilling to pay. Once, I know, but this is like—I think it'd be so funny shit. if he
5: does. He takes the fucking you money, yeah. and then like the next Marvel movie that comes out, whether it's another Iron Man movie or just something else where he's in, he's just totally phoning it in. Yeah, and he's just not even like a cool character anymore. <laughs> Tanks.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's just a big tank, and they're like, "Fuck, we paid all that money." That's what I want. to And see.
2: then slowly, Disney just loses all of its money, and then it goes bankrupt. How crazy would that be?
1: I don't want that. That, oh, that, yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. That, that wouldn't happen. They, they'd make that money right back on uh, Jungle Cruise.
5: They need to stay in business long enough for The Shaggy Dog 2 to come out.
1: So I could be in it? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> Tim <laughs> Allen will still play the character. You will play the dog when he transforms. When he into transforms. A <laughs> I got to play the dog. Tim Allen. I love it. A She-Hulk series for Disney Plus is shooting this summer in Atlanta.
1: Don't want it. Well, you don't even know stop. who She-Hulk
5: is.
2: Who's going to play She-Hulk?
5: They don't know yet. There's uh, so uh, (laughs) that could be cool or a, What, whatever her name is, Gina Carano or whatever that... Uh, what, what the fuck is that girl's name? What is she from? She... I mean, well, most recently, the last thing... The, the most recent in, thing that I saw when she was in The Mandalorian. She's
2: the... She's in Haywire. She's, the, she's in Haywire. That was the
5: first movie. thing she was in.
2: She's the superpower... Or, or the superhero... Deadpool. She's the she's the girl. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Thank
1: mm-hmm. you. you got
2: like no, 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 wait.
3: Wait, the girlfriend in Deadpool? No, not the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, the the, the, the yes. evil girl yes. that yes.
2: fights. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, was, she was a legit MMA
5: fighter. Yeah, she was an MMA fighter who transitioned into acting in haywire yeah and it's funny because uh she's actually gotten much better but for haywire they had to completely overdub all of her dialogue because she just was kind of not good at acting and her voice was too deep so they like overdubbed her with a different actress i didn't know that uh but she's gotten a lot better
1: yes definitely it should be serena williams yeah i mean yeah
2: yeah if she could act if serena williams could act that would be a perfect casting because she looks the part
3: is she hulk a big property it's a Popular She-Hulk comic is comic character. Don't look at me like that. <laughs>
5: yeah, it is. People love yeah. She-Hulk. I, mean, I think it's
3: cool. I
2: just don't, don't know. Oh, She-Hulk's
5: amazing. She-Hulk is, is yeah, cool. I mean, she's a she's a lawyer.
3: I'm surprised there haven't ever been a it was, She-Hulk show before. There
1: was something. I think there's a long time I think ago. there's
5: something some sort of something that had She-Hulk in it, but mm-hmm. it, I mean, back in the 70s or something. Yeah,
2: She-Hulk, She-Ra I mean, in a new version of The Odd Couple. Coming to CBS. But this
5: this show could be, you know, this show could be so fucking cool because so basically Jessica Gao, who won an Emmy for penning the acclaimed Rick and Morty episode Pickle Rick, is on board as the head writer of the series. Oh. And that news oh. alone gives me so much hype for this because the thing that you want the She-Hulk to be is a crazy fucked up Ally McBeal.
3: Oh, interesting.
5: Because yeah. she's a lawyer. So mm-hmm. you can just imagine a... Female lawyer type, Allie McBeal type show, but then she just turns into the fucking She Hulk and is also a superhero. And how crazy that could be with that writer on board. It sounds like that's exactly what it's going to be. Mm-hmm.
3: So, based on it being a Rick and Morty writer, there's going to be more humor to it.
5: Yeah, I, th- I think the the show is definitely lends itself more to. A humorous mm-hmm. take on it. She doesn't have a lot of the like built-in sort of angst mm-hmm. that uh, the Hulk does with yeah. his like tragic backstory and stuff like that. But they, yeah, they they they've been they're working on this and they're 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 shooting uh, they're shooting in, in Atlanta this summer, so we'll see that on Disney Plus soon.
1: You yeah. think you're, they're going to shoot at the Tyler Perry Studios?
5: Yeah, and it's Tyler Perry's going to play She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's going to be the worst wig ever. That'd be amazing.
5: <laughs> There's a new Digimon reboot coming. Bringing back the original cast.
2: Tag.
5: Now, yeah. yeah. See, so the thing about. You your size... Just, My size, I just don't it's know It's so it. out of touch. Yeah. because But I do
3: have a question that I'll save for after you talk more.
5: <clears throat> While Pokemon might be the more popular franchise overall... Digimon are the champions. <laughs> Digimon has built up its own respectable following, largely thanks to the well-received Digimon anime series. Other Digimon anime series have been set in other areas with different characters, but now Toei Animation is bringing back the original cast for a 2020 reboot. The new Digimon Adventure anime series will feature the same cast of human characters and partner Digimon... That fans will remember from the original show. The key difference is that the setting is being updated for actually uh, to actually be set in 2020. The new series will be a reboot, though it's unclear how close it will follow the original show uh, and what changes will be made to the story. So back in the, in the 90s, whenever Pokemon became huge, it, it, it led to like everybody else being like, "What's our like monster collecting thing?" And so it, it spawned a bunch of like copycat type things. So amongst them, there was like Monster Rancher and Digimon and a couple other ones that I can't even remember. But the thing about Digimon, despite the fact that it was kind of a response to Pokemon's popularity, it's not just a like copycat Mm -hmm. generic like Pepsi version of Pokemon. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not as popular, but it's way cooler. Like Digimon is low key... Way better than Pokemon.
3: Interesting. Absolutely. I want everyone, including Todd, Mm -hmm. rank for me Pokemon, Digimon, Dragon Ball Z.
5: Dragon Ball Z, Digimon,
3: Pokemon. Same. Digimon,
4: Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon. Ooh. Ooh. The fuck? (laughs)
3: I have no horse in this uh, race. It's kind of hard for me
1: because I'm putting in a lot of stuff into Pokemon. Just look into your heart, like the games, the card games, the Game Boy. D- d- how much money I, it makes I per hate, year? How many I people you. play you. per capita? I didn't say that. I, say that. It's, it's, I just, I'm so connected to who Pokemon, gives a fuck about? Just do you, what do what
5: you, what do you like? What do you watch? have an opinion yeah. that's not based on the fucking market
1: I'm value? I'm saying that. You guys post. do homeless so many doctors, doctors my mind.
2: play? Digimon,
4: mm-hmm. gives us heart? Kinda heart. it's kind
1: of hard. It's kind of hard because I'm so connected to Pokemon. The viewers will know. I think the best one of them is probably Dragon Ball Z, and then Pokemon, and then everything else, and then Digimon. I, w- I Digimon wish Digimon sucked. Todd's gonna stab you. you. <laughs> he can't reach
0: me.
4: You, <laughs> you can't reach me.
3: <laughs>
2: He's too busy on
1: the board. Digimon sucks. Okay, it's the Whoa, dumbest you. show. Wow. It's so Woo. doofy and dumb. Chicka-pow. Like whatever. Digimon sucks. You've never watched Digimon. I watched Digimon and I tried to get into it. It's stupid. Dig, it, dig, it,
5: Digimon, it's Digimon, dumb. I let Digimon. Andrew get that Digimon. off. Digimon, and I wasn't Digimon, say anything digital to monsters, them. Digimon are the champions. You see Digimon, digital songs? monsters, it, Digimon I mean, are the champions. Both songs are dumb. Jane. No, you like what? the Pokemon song. <laughs> the Pokemon song is... You don't even know what the Pokemon song no, is. I you, know, you, it would, you would love know, it if it you sure. heard
4: it.
2: The Pokemon it. song
3: is so touching. It's not as good as
4: Beyblades.
3: Be the very best. It's not as <laughs> good as Beyblades. You gotta get out
5: of here. <laughs> I'm just throwing things. You know how you know that Beyblades <laughs> sucks? <laughs> because... It's better than it, did you, They Brian? had Beyblade Subway toys. <laughs> the Beyblade ah. toys were so good. That's I was... when you know something sucks is whenever it's the Happy Meal toy for Subway.
1: Mm. What's the problem?
2: What is a weeb? <laughs> <laughs> is it when you're like really into something? Like you're really nerdy about something? Like you believe like the lore of it? Is that like a weeb? No, or...
5: a weeb is, 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 a, is somebody who's like, is a white person who's obsessed with like Japanese stuff. Oh,
2: damn. Okay. Well, I was just a, a huge Beyblade nerd. Okay. Like I believe. Beyblade sucks. I agree. I've been looking back. I I didn't have much to do apparently. Uh, <laughs> but Blade I is would not bad. I would believe that I could make tra- channel my energy into a spinning disc. So and make it hit another person. But I always won. So suck it. Uh, you losers, and also uh, I that did the was same what thing. You wasted
5: your imagination so you, on that. A child? That, that,
2: that and Yu-Gi-Oh it? cards. I will put Yu-Gi-Oh above all else. You guys ah, can
1: shut your so mouth. Yu-Gi-Oh is
5: way better than fucking Beyblade. You yeah, see how Beyblade you connected
1: Beyblade. it to everything else? It's like the show is something, but then you got the toy. <laughs> That's what I do with Pokemon. I was obsessed with Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Gold. Uh, All those things that it just made it like, it's hard to just be like, oh, well, which show is better? But that just Pokemon makes it the top of your, your list. list. No. But, but, as, but as as Digimon had the,
2: the
5: day, Digimon had the digital the Digimon toys. They had the little Togam- Tamagotchi. The, the
1: Doof Digimon toys? lame no. out of here. I want you
5: to look at your dumb wrist
2: before you call any of our devices lame <laughs> so, <laughs> yo <laughs> yo
1: I can't say their name but somebody told me this watch is great and you guys all respect them
5: and the thing <laughs> and is that it, Gary so no. we don't even have to tell the audience because that watch is so lame <laughs> I love the watch. That you, thank can, you. that you can see it through the audio. <laughs> audio listeners know exactly what we're that looking watch at right now. is better than Digimon. I Thank you. All, all right. That all right. Not really <laughs> yeah. Digimon he doesn't even know. That's That's but a meaningless statement. He Digimon, know Digimon is so
1: dumb. It's the dumbest thing. And congrats to all the actors getting a new job. Yeah
3: so glad i brought this up yeah (laughs) i didn't think it would get this far
2: Uh, wow
5: change into digital champions to save the digital world world. yeah it's good
1: you see who likes this
5: (laughs) and also you saying that the pokemon song sucks just you you can't no, have the heard the Pokemon song. I've heard the Pokemon, song. Song. The Pokemon, heard song, the Pokemon song. You can't remember what it is.
3: No, I maybe I maybe like the Dragon
5: Ball Z song more. That's a hard song too. Which Dragon Ball Z song? The, the one, one that they, you only listen for us? to. Uh, yeah.
1: The '80s thing. The '80s type. Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah. I mean, yeah. The the Dragon Ball Z song is better than this, but. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. <laughs>
4: Okay.
5: I you okay. Wait, whatever going, you going, thought going, the Pokemon going, keep going, keep going. song
3: was. Can you play the Digimon song next so I can compare? Hold
1: up, hold up. keep me going. The Digimon There's, song isn't as good. We have uh, to hit a certain part. Here we go. Right here.
3: Gotta catch 'em all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it was? Yeah, whatever you, you thought the Pokemon much, song was was not right this. Right now, I thought though. the Pokemon song was the Beyblade song. Ah, right, you gotta chill. And that song's
1: terrible. Beyblade song is garbage.
5: And I mean okay, this is not I get so, it. this doesn't support my argument at all because the Pokemon song is way better than the That's Digimon song. Pokemon sounds good. Better. And you're not gonna like it. Okay. But I, I love it, but it's you know, it's not as good.
4: <laughs>
5: Gosh, all right, all right hang
4: on. Uh,
0: let's play this two. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right on, Oh, that. is, it, is it that, right? That, You're that, gonna hate this because oh.
3: I mean Here we go You liked bullshit. it already though. I kind of
2: did I know you did I was kind of feeling it There we go, there we go, there we go
0: oh, look
5: at fuck. Shut the fuck up We're trying to listen to this
4: <laughs> All right
3: Oh, no, no.
1: This sounds like Phantom no. at dude, the dude, Dumb Office. Op- no, board.
3: I'm going to go ahead and say Season 1, Digimon is better than them all.
1: Oh, my gosh. You mean
5: Season
3: 2? What's the first? No, this is Season 2. This, this is season, season, one.
1: season
3: 1. Oh, wait, was the first thing The first won? one was Season 2. first one was Season 2. S- season 2 is the best song out of everything. This, yeah. That was the best right. one? Yes. All right, we moved That on. had some stank on it. No, nah, we moved your on. dad <laughs> beats. What are you doing? <laughs> what what right was better?
1: Martin or, Martin or Fresh Prince. We're moving Martin. on. What? Martin. I... Oh,
2: okay, I'm I'm in the Pokemon thing now. Like, right, what Martin about this? is obviously what better. About but Fresh this? Prince holds more standing in my life.
3: Mm. Mark Martin, Martin's way better. How dare you? Way <laughs> better. <laughs> it's better, but I don't know about way better. <laughs> Mildly better. What
5: is this? One Piece. Wait,
3: this is a show called One Piece. Ooh. One Piece, yeah. Oh, no, fuck that. Yeah. Todd One Piece? <laughs> Todd, if Todd doesn't oh, know, we gotta, gotta hear go.
5: the song. Yo. This
3: is.
1: This is cultural appropriate. This
3: is New Kids on the Block trying to rap. Yeah, 100%. This is uh, Donnie in a verse. This is terrible.
4: What? Yeah. It's this not is, terrible.
3: It's terrible. Right. Digimon season two is my jam. <laughs> it's so, so dumb. dumb. <laughs> no, the Digimon Season 2's got some it's got some importance to it. It's got some heft. <laughs> this is
0: did you fucking
5: Season 2. Love it's it. It's got some heft to it. Love it. I loved every moment of that. We're going to...
2: You know what? Fucking play the Naruto theme song, too. <laughs> no, we're just going to get, the, no.
0: gonna get the, God, no. of the
2: theme song in here. Let's move on.
5: Patrick Stewart had X-Men and Professor X-Talks with Marvel's Kevin Feige recently. Could Patrick Stewart come back as Charles Xavier in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? The actor revealed that he recently sat down with Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige to discuss the MCU, X-Men, and Charles Xavier. Marvel fans have wondered for a long time now how the Fox properties will be handled at Disney, and that still remains to be one huge question. We know that X-Men and Fantastic Four are on the way, but what are they going to look like? Are they bringing back any familiar faces? Patrick Stewart had this to say. I met with Kevin Feige a couple months ago, (laughs) and we we had long, long conversations, and there have been moves and suggestions which include Charles Xavier. Patrick Stewart started uh, talking to Kevin Feige. is immediately going to have MCU fans speculating about his return as Charles Xavier. (laughs) However, Stewart knows this and put an end to the speculation before it could even begin. Long story short, Stewart won't won't be returning as uh, uh, Charles Xavier in the MCU for a very good reason. The actor explains, here's the problem. If we had not made Logan, then yes, I would probably be ready to get into the wheelchair one more time and be Charles Xavier. But Logan changed all that. I don't believe that. I yeah. th- I think I think that if they if he wanted him, if he, they said mm-hmm. we want you to come back, he would just come back. Yeah, he came back for I to lo- be fucking Captain Picard. I've only and- seen it.
4: bits
3: and pieces of Logan, which I do like. Did he, something big happen in in Logan? Logan he died. Yeah, there's oh, he the, died.
2: Yeah, there's a big thing. Okay, but it's in the
5: future. Okay, okay. all right,
2: um, way in the future. By the way, so so far in the future, it has to be. I know, I'm sure it had a timeline. I can't remember, but Logan that old would be so far in the future that like. Everybody's already dead.
3: Not okay. From, not this even doesn't like, really hold water. Yeah, if
2: okay. they did it, if they did it in the right time period, he could definitely be in the in the movie.
5: Here's my here's my take on things. I would say keep Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Agreed. Keep James McAvoy as Charles Xavier. Oh, keep Evan Peters as Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Get rid of everybody else.
2: Wait, but wasn't what's his name Quicksilver? Um, yeah, but who gives a fuck? Okay, so well, they're retconning his death. You're saying then. So when they bring it over, there's a he's a new Quicksilver. Or- they could
5: just say like, oh, these is that. I don't know. They could, I I don't know how they would the do snap. it. But
2: <laughs> I think Logan should be like the way that they're they made J Jonah Jameson. He's he's always gonna be J K Simmons at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, I think they should always have Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, and I think they should always have Sean luc Picard as. I think uh, <laughs> Charles was, Xavier. What's Does the name it- of
1: the dude who was in Hunger? And he was in oh, uh, Michael, Michael
5: Fassbender. I, 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 he's. I could take and relieve him as, oh, as as Magneto.
2: I want Michael Fassbender to just go on and do different things. Porn. I don't. Huh. What? I would love if Michael Fassbender did porn. I don't care if you're joking. Um, why? <laughs> he's got a huge dick. That's why. That's
5: why I <laughs> said it. Why? Wow. You rather have do know porn how... than make good movies? That makes was no sense. Wasting his time. Was the name of the, What was
1: the name of that movie?
5: Uh oh! I have no shame, idea. Shame, shame. Oh, oh, oh. shame. Yeah, I know shame. Yeah.
1: That's right. <coughs> I just
2: did my own research. Does anybody feel <laughs> right, like we to move
3: on? The X Men feels so far removed from Marvel that uh-huh. I almost go, "That's not Marvel." It's it Just true. from movie based, I get oh, it. That's yeah, yeah. part of it, but just it's not. It's not a part. of It, it doesn't it feel like Fox they're part man. of the family.
5: Well, I mean, because they, they weren't.
1: Yeah, I know, but it feels like the, even the movie styles are totally uh, different, and
5: that they shouldn't be. Back in the whatever it was, '90s or even earlier than that. I forget exactly when. Mm -hmm. Marvel basically just sold off all their properties to just whoever wanted them. So they sold Mm Spider-Man and all of the Spider-Man related characters to Sony. And they sold X-Men and all the X-Men related characters to Fox. When they went to want to make movies in the the mid-2000s, they were just like, we don't have any of the good stuff. So it's funny because... All the characters they ended up turning into the MCU were all kind of like the B characters that nobody cared oh, about. Yeah, like nobody gave a that. shit about Iron Man. Yeah. So they made all these movies and obviously it became huge. But back in the 90s, when they made the X Men movies, uh, they were sort of made in a different era. And the way that Brian Singer made those movies was kind of like a more serious, kind of more realistic mm-hmm. version of the things. Cause back then, people were less willing to do like a full on comic booky movie yeah so that's the reason why they're so different in terms of like tone and the way that they mm-hmm. are but if you if you see they, they became more and more comic booky throughout the movies to the point where like the last two movies which were not good at all mm-hmm. uh dark phoenix. A- apocalypse and dark phoenix the movies were fucking oh, terrible but they definitely kind of leaned more into them being more comic booky and i think that those movies if you saw them they fit more into what the MCU is doing, okay. obviously, because they were trying to like draft off of yeah. what the MCU was doing and kind of make their movies more like those, and it failed. But I think that those actors, you take them, you put them into the MCU version of the X Men. The way that the X Men will be is will be totally different. It will yeah. feel like those X Men movies. Maybe that's it. But that. I still think that the actors could in could still be really good as those characters, yeah. even with that new sort of tone.
3: Because right now, I don't like X Men.
1: <laughs> It's never been good. I I, I, joy, these, I enjoy I enjoy the these, Marvel like universe
2: much. Never more. been good, That's Andrew. The, the do you movies? know what happens to a frog that gets struck by lightning?
1: Same thing as everything else. Okay, I have no Who idea. Knows first of all, what's badass. First of two, all, the, there's two X-Men that are good. The first um, two
5: X-Men movies are great. <laughs> Mm. First um, class is good.
1: First class in Days of Future Past. You love the Brett. Renner no,
5: the one. first, the first, of the first two X Men movies are some of the best X- superhero movies ever made. Oh, okay, and okay. also, who gives a fuck about the movies? The X Men just as characters. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. the, the X Men are great. The X Men are the best characters. Do you
1: think? I mean, yeah. But I was talking about the movies, like since the early two thousands up until today. But, I
5: mean, yeah. I, I don't agree with you at all. The first two movies. Are I fucking I
3: think that if there was a. A rumble, Marvel
5: Universe would beat up X X Men. Yeah, that's. Nice. Um, I mean, nobody. Wait, Fox X Men Universe. If you're just talking, yeah. if you're just talking about actual power, yeah, Wolverine and Deadpool could just decimate everybody. The entire thing. They could, if 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 they, if they wanted to, they really? could just fucking kill I mean, everybody. Deadpool could do it alone. How could and they, they kill Thor? They could kill Thor.
2: Really? Kill
1: Thor. You yeah. think? He's fat
2: now. Thor, so. Thor is not an immortal being. He's going to die eventually. He just lives longer than most people, and he has superhuman powers considered on Earth. Like He's just a regular oh, person right. where he's from. Okay. Just like Superman isn't super, he's just less heavy on Earth. Is Deadpool an X-Men?
5: Deadpool... Well, he's an X-Men character. But, oh, oh, technically? He, he, was part, he was part of the stable of characters that Fox okay. bought, which is why they okay. are able to make uh, those movies. He thinks X-Men is a little in. He was in the, so the X-Force. X-
3: Okay. All right. All right then. I stand corrected.
5: Um, and he and he's been an Avenger as All well. Right. Seth Rogen revealed on Twitter that he actually ghost wrote Bad Boys Two. He did a he did a rewrite of the script. <laughs> I, did, I thought there would be a bigger reaction to that. That is both unbelievable and highly believable at the same time. I don't reason. think he, I don't think he's lying. Yeah, he's not lying. He's why, would, not lying. Why, would he, why would he lie? There's about no this? reason to. Actually, I, I wanted to bring this up, because I, I overheard you guys a couple days ago talking about Bad Boys, and somebody was like, Bad Boys 2 sucks.
1: Somebody did say that.
5: And Bad Boys 2 does not suck. Kirk. Bad was Boys? me? Was bad Boys 2 is better than the first one. Did I, I, I bet you I said you that. You said that, yeah. I think, uh, aside from the
3: Reggie scene, which is genius, I enjoy Bad Boys
5: more. Bad Boys 2 is the Godfather 2 of Bad Boys.
3: Okay. She's like, Godfather 1 was better. <laughs> Godfather 1 was, was wonderful. No, Godfather 2 is better. But I don't know. I mean, you know, it's also time periods because Bad Boys came like 94, 95. You know, I'm in my early uh, 20s. And I'm like, oh, this is the coolest fucking <laughs> thing ever. And then Bad Boys 2 was like 2003, mm-hmm. 4. Is that right? 2003. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, I I, I'm a little older. I'm in my early 30s. And I'm like, mm, it's not as good. as Hold on a minute. Are you and Will Smith the same age? Yeah. Will's 50. I'm I'm a little younger. So what you're saying is
2: you're better than Will Smith because you because the time period I've is because he's been, the same age what? and he was doing the movies thinking they're good. So if you think it's bad, you're saying you're better than Will Smith and w- I'm not. W- here. Will Smith is on
1: record saying that a lot of his movies are pretty oh, is not it? bad. <laughs> I've been on
5: the record for years saying that I'm better than Will Smith. Gotcha.
3: <laughs> I mean that's kind of my mo, where you I
5: just walk around that. going, Man. Will Smith's not as good as me. Hey, Kirk, Kirk wasn't scared to talk to Tupac. No,
3: I would talk to Tupac. We sat down, yeah. had a smart latte, and just hashed it out.
1: He would not have a no smart latte.
0: With I him. guarantee oh, you. Oh yes, he was. Absolutely. Tupac, Tupac, Tupac was a latte. Was like an art school yeah. poet.
1: I know.
5: <laughs> he <laughs> was not a. He would like his hard gangster thing was just an act.
3: If yeah, we I know. if we had a latte and we made a little shamrock on it and we sat down, Tupac would
5: love that. He'd love. That. <laughs> Welcome
3: to Black History with
2: Kirk
1: It'd and Andrew. Right.
3: And we would just we would just talk about. We just <laughs> no, we wouldn't even talk anything. We'd just be like, hey man.
1: You were talking, say, I'm better than Will. I'm better than Will. And I'd be like, you're absolutely
2: better than Will, uh, Mr. Yeah, Tupac.
1: That's crazy. That's why he was with his wife. Tupac
2: never could have wrote, parents just don't understand. <laughs> no, nah, I
1: don't think he could have. <laughs> will does.
3: Smith couldn't have written, hit him up.
2: So, he I'm, did right, boom
5: shake the broom, and I will not. Right, on, but shout out I to Seth it. Rogen. That's man. a good time. Go, good for him. On Tuesday, Seth Rogen revealed that he helped punch up the Bad Boys 2 script when he was merely a budding writer. He said, "Judge was re uh, somebody was like something about how like Bad Boys Two was great or something like that." And then he he just responded to the tweet and said, "I helped rewrite Bad Boys 2. And then somebody was like, "What?" And then he said, uh, "Judd was rewriting it, and me and Evan were, were broke, so we get uh, so he gave us a bit of money to help His partner." Yeah, yeah, Evan Goldberg, his oh, his sorry. writing partner. Gotcha. He co wrote Super Bad and they Sausage Fest and yeah. Pineapple Express and mm-hmm. all these other movies you he's know the, of with he's Seth Rogen. Secret face. I don't remember much but we we all definitely wrote the joke where they don't know the words to the song and where Martin shoots the machine gun in the car by accident and probably many more.
3: Those two things sound like Seth Rogen would write them.
2: So <laughs> also I, the probably many more is like you know it's like we just fucked his entire brain up he's like I know I wrote some more of these I, jokes I just can't remember. <laughs> he probably was Yeah that's Yeah a that's lot. what
5: that's that's what it occurred to me cuz it's like if I if like one of my first ever things that I did in my career was, like, help rewrite a massively huge popular yeah. movie. I'd remember oh, every yeah. single Absolutely. thing I did. And I, would, and I would be like, oh, yeah, like, you know that part? I did that. I did that. I did that. Yeah. I did
1: that. I, yeah, but I think he has so much under his belt now that it's like, after a while, nah. Yeah. Yeah, I did Can that. Yeah, That's cool.
5: Speaking of bad boys, fast forwarding to the future. Bad Boys 3... Scored a record-breaking MLK Holiday box office debut with $73 million. Sick. And not only that, but it's been immediately fast-tracked into production A Bad Boys 4. Sicker.
3: It's makes already so. been released. So. I, mean, I mean, that's just smart.
1: I mean, Will did say in all, all the interviews that I watched that people were asking him about Bad Boys 4, and he was like, we're just going to have to let the audience choose. And I watched it. I won a fourth. Do you really? I do. Oh, I'm gonna man. tell this man. I the seen it. trailer I, I looks and makes a movie look like garbage. Because okay. it does. It does. Yeah. yeah. When I watched but the tra- trailer, Trails I was are like, meaningless, I though. was like, this trailer looks like doo-doo. <laughs> but I went and I watched it. And you have to watch it with a certain lens. You can't be nitpicky about it. You can't want great acting. You can't want great writing. You can't. Like, there, there's certain things you just can't want from it. But if you're just like, I simply want to be entertained, you will be. Now, is it better than a fall from grace? I don't know.
5: <laughs> the only time you can really know a movie's going to be bad from the trailer is when you can tell by what they do show that they didn't have anything to show.
1: Most of the trailer uh, is the first five minutes of the movie. Really? Well, that, that's yeah. actually, that would be the
5: opposite of what I'm talking about. Whenever you know a movie's going to be bad is when they show you the whole movie mm-hmm. and they show you the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, they couldn't find anything to put in this movie to make it look good. Yeah. So they just had to show you the end of the movie because it was the only interesting thing they could pull
1: out. mm that's not what happened in Bad Boys. To be honest with you, you have no clue what the story is about. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, I see. I mean, it was it was well done. It was well done. If you do not nitpick at it, you will have a good time. So I I'm torn
5: because I take its exception to your immediate judgment of a movie based on the trailer. But also, you just told us that you loved the new Tyler Perry movie. So even your like of Bad Boys, I can't trust. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna trust you like a bad boy because I
1: thought I was like I'm not I don't want to see ha- it. Now again, I want to see it. You have to have p- para- Your parameters have to be on. If you're looking at it from filmmaker standpoint, the first thing I noticed was, oh, this looks like generic coloring. But then I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get Whoa. out of this. I gotta get out of this. I gotta get out of this. <clears throat> I'm talking about color grading, fool. <laughs> uh, you know, I was like, the color grading this looks like we well, made an action movie, you know. Yeah. But and I was like, okay, let me get out of that mindset. And when I watch it, and then there's lines where I'm like, damn, Martin, you couldn't have delivered that a little bit better. And then I was like, oh, let me get out of that. So if you get out of it and you just like get sucked into the movie, you will have a great time. I did I, I didn't check the uh, yeah. reviews and everything super hardcore until after I finished watching it. And I, I heard it was getting good reviews, but I was like, I'm going to just watch it. And I watched it, and I had a good time, and then I went back, and I was like, oh, okay, for the same reasons that I liked it, everybody else liked
3: it. Yeah, I think so. the reviews are kind of lining up with what you're saying, where they're just like, just ignore everything and just go enjoy it. And like, see, 100%. they're like, I remember seeing reviews that like, see it in a theater. For sure. So, so watch it. I'm going Go gonna, check it out. I'm going to check it out.
5: So we've talked about this a couple times on various episodes, The Ballad of the Mandalorian. Particularly, Baby Yoda.
3: Is it officially called the Ballad of the Mandalorian?
5: No, like the story, the ballad. Oh, 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 oh! Ballad actually, of I see the what Mandalorian. That's what you're saying. Although that'd, that'd be, I wish they had named it. <laughs> yeah, back. Andrew,
3: Andrew, you gotta start working on that song. <laughs>
2: yeah.
5: But uh, we talked about this a couple times. We talked about the fact that, like, because they were trying to keep Baby Yoda a secret until everybody had a chance to watch the first episode, that they just didn't release merch for a while. Because whenever you are releasing merchandise. You do a contract with all the retailers, and then the retailers, you know, they they create SKUs for the the the, the products, and then they add the pages to. So there, there's all these prep, all this preparation for a product to be available in a store, and a lot of times people find out things early by hacking into like websites mm-hmm. of retail outlets and things like that. And so frequently, what happens like in video games is people will get like early word of a new video game coming out because like GameStop will create SKUs for a bunch of games and they'll have like the names of them and people will hack into their database and they'll be like, oh shit, like GameStop has a SKU for a, for a like a new Pokemon game that's coming out in like 2021. So they couldn't even do that. Like they had, they, they wanted to keep it so secret that they couldn't even like prepare to release merchandise, which is why we still kind of don't have any even now. Mm-hmm. So in that vacuum of no Baby Yoda merchandise, a huge cottage industry of bootleg Etsy Baby Yoda products has sprung up, and uh, Disney is <coughs> bringing the hammer down. Thor's hammer. Heavy, heavy. Yeah, that's not fair. According to a new report, several Etsy shop owners who were selling Baby Yoda items, such as your stuffed memories, who was selling handmade plush dolls and hedge crafts, who was selling a dice bag with the character's likeness, have been sent not- notices by Disney. The studio has required that Etsy remove listings featuring bootleg merchandise related to the Mandalorian. These sellers and others have had their listings removed as a result. Given the popularity of the show and Baby Yoda, that has hurt uh, sales for these shops. Some of the shops have just been like deleted whole. Like a whole, whole cloth, yeah.
3: Whole that's cloth. extreme. Are most of these mom and pop shops?
4: Yeah. Yeah, and
5: they're it's just they're just, yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all just insane. it's all just regular people who yeah. like make stuff.
3: I'm
2: like, come on. Disney needs to like there's no way any of these shops are making more than <coughs> half a million dollars from disney as a company in the long run i think like there's no way two two or three shops
1: it's probably not two or three shops it's probably fuck it let's say it's let's, a lot of let's say that, of let's probably say there's
2: 400. 400 etsy shops creating this stuff they take 12 million dollars in revenue collectively from disney That is nothing. Disney's doing this to fucking swing their dick around and be assholes. I fucking hate this. Yeah, If you have a product that's better than Disney's, you should be able to sell it if people fucking want to buy it.
5: Uh, I mean, your your statement lacks a lot of understanding of of Uh, what copyright like who the fuck Um, cares it's
3: a baby yoda let's just say that that was like the meanest thing you ever said to a human i don't give a shit
2: like ip is ridiculous in this sense like you guys intentionally kept it off the shelves and people filled a void and now you guys are wanting to fucking stop people from making money i mean i agree
1: what you're saying and that's the sweet way of thinking but you make they didn't, they billions of dollars it. a year they don't well, own it. what's
2: the point behind it though what's the point behind what they're not losing any actual money like they're you're not taking jobs away from other people you're not they're not gonna lose anything they'll make that money back in time i'm sure
5: why not let these people do their well th- the idea behind it, it's not really about money it's not about whenever people send these cease and desist things they it's not because of the money. It's not because they think that they're going to lose money from it. Mm -hmm. It's because of the diluting of their brand. Mm -hmm. It's about like they just don't want things out there that people will confuse with an official Disney thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Disney has a very tight control over their branding. Like, for instance, the the whole reason why like uh, Scrooge McDuck exists is because back in the day, you know, they wanted to do Disney comics. But, you know, the Disney company, they refuse to ever allow mickey mouse or donald duck or any like the main stable of characters to ever appear in anything other than the official disney shorts uh like steamboat willie Mm. that type of shit or at disneyland and they didn't want them to appear in other media like comics or or whatever and so they created new characters and so one of the characters they created was scrooge mcduck and then that's that was there was comics in the 50s and then that led to Ducktales and all that stuff. Uh, and the reason for that was because they just they 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 didn't want Mickey Mouse as a character as a brand to be diluted by appearing too much. They wanted to keep him sort of special and just like you could only see Mickey Mouse if you went to the movie theater to see those shorts that would play in front of movies or if you went to Disneyland Mm -hmm. and it would make him less special if you could just go buy comics and he was in it. And Disney has sort of kept that philosophy throughout the years and they, they're, they're, brand ambassadorship is kind of like second to none Mm -hmm. you know it's less about losing money it's more about they just don't want products featuring their characters that they haven't like approved the design of or the quality of floating around or out there where where people could confuse them with actual disney products so that that, that's the reason why they're doing it it's not because they think they're going to lose money it depends on who's really being hurt by the situation for instance it's really bad for people to sell like bootleg art prints uh, that they've drawn or that they've just photocopied of like comic like characters like Mm -hmm. you know if you take like if you take like a like a really great picture of Spider-Man that Jim Lee drew and you just like draw your own bootleg version of it or you photocopy it and you sell it at a convention which happens all the time at all these comic book conventions even like Comic Con there are all these stands that just sell like bootleg stuff where you can go and you can buy this big art print of, like, a Jim Lee Spider-Man um, that the person has either drawn themselves, like, copied, or they've just literally photocopied it. And uh, the issue with that, and the reason why that's really bad is because uh, you're you're sort of directly taking money out of Jim Lee's pocket because those comic book artists, uh, you know, there's not a lot of money in comics. Uh, and the, re- the way that they make their money is by going to conventions and selling their artwork and selling their signature on artwork and doing things like they have those comics where the cover is blank and it's made for you to take it to a artist and have them draw a little thing on it for you and sign it and stuff like that so in this situation though i don't think anybody's really being hurt too much uh like i like 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 yes yes it is disney's character and they have full rights to do this but in this instance, I kind of just don't care because George Lucas created this these characters. He didn't directly create Baby Yoda, but he created Yoda. But he doesn't own Star Wars anymore, so you're not really affecting him at all. The person who designed and created Baby Yoda is just somebody who works for Disney. They They're not getting any royalties from Baby Yoda. So even if Disney did release Baby Yoda merchandise, that person wouldn't see any money from it. Yeah, this is a character that's, like, directly owned by Disney, and the only person that would be impacted from bootleg Baby Yoda merch is just Disney as a corporation. So I don't really care. In this situation, it's like, who gives a fuck if people bootleg it? I understand that they're going to, you know, they have full right to Mm -hmm. cease and desist, Mm -hmm. but I don't really morally give a fuck if somebody bootlegs Baby Yoda because nobody, no individual is being negatively affected, really.
3: Well, and it, because Baby Yoda has already been bootlegged because it is Yoda.
5: It's not Yoda. It's Yoda. It's not Yoda. It's 100% oh. Yoda. It's not. Is, Should, is, okay. is Theo Kirk? He is. No,
3: he's better. But it, but it, that's the argument.
5: Is like Dollar. your son, he kind of looks like you, so he, he, he's The thing you. is, he doesn't
3: really look like me. He
5: does. He totally does. He doesn't. He looks more and more like you now. Like, but no like one, when, when he was a little kid, yeah. I was like, I, didn't he, he I he didn't. he didn't look like you at all. But now, be, like he, he's like Asian Kirk. But
3: it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a blatant. The fact that they're calling it, everyone calls it Baby Yoda because they purposely decided to
5: make this thing look like yeah, Yoda. That's they, that's,
2: they that's not why people. They, call they purposely it Baby decided Yoda. to make
5: it look like Yoda because he's the same species as him. He's got to yeah. look like him. That would be like. That would be like if you said it's such bullshit that they have. Uh, Poe Dameron in the new Star Wars movies because he looks like Luke Skywalker because he's a
1: human being. Yeah, that's baby,
3: that's baby no, Luke. that's not the same that's because baby that's Luke. two human beings. No,
1: that's two human beings. Oh, I'm but sorry, the I'm Yodas sorry. are two of I'm the sorry. same species. Yeah. They it's purposefully two... made it because you're used to exactly. Yoda. And so they're like, Oh, since they're used they're to Yoda, capitalizing they're capitalizing on at it. This and say and think about Yoda. There's no way that they're gonna say we're gonna make this totally different. And no one's gonna think about Yoda. Then they should have made no it way. totally different. No way. I just, uh, I it's grew,
3: baby Yoda. You, I grew up in emotionally. The, you're going. That's Yoda. Yeah, but I don't. Then there you go. I don't see a problem with Sick. that. I, I, grew, don't, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I I, my problem is a... people going. It's not Yoda. It's oh.
5: fucking Yoda. It's not, no, Yoda, it's not Yoda. It's Yoda. It's ridiculous. not Yoda. You, Yoda. Most, you
3: just said it was. You're like, do no, you think of that's... Yoda when you think think of that?
5: No. What I. It's yes. There uh, you uh, no, go. Financially, no, 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 you it's cut Yoda. me off before I was. Uh, okay. I said I wasn't. I wasn't saying yes to your question. I was saying <laughs> yes when they made the character. They wanted you to have the recognition of that looks like Yoda or that looks like a Yoda type yes, thing.
3: Exactly like. But
5: that. it's not Yoda. It's a different it's a baby of the same species as Yoda. And of course they did it to capitalize off of the nostalgia of yeah. Yoda and the recognition of it. and it would be less impactful if it was just a different random alien that wasn't recognizable in any way. But I don't see a problem with that. It's not Yoda, it's just a baby. There there's multiple wookies. Like aside from Chewbacca, there's different wookies. They look exactly like Chewbacca, but they're not but Chewbacca. But there's only one Yoda. No, there's what there's you, there's more than one that we have seen. There's only well, one no, Obi
3: Wan Kenobi. No,
5: there's a girl Yoda. There's a Yoda. Yeah, a girl Yoda, yeah, y- a girl Yoda? Yeah, in, the, in the prequels. There's a, uh, uh, a there's a there's and a, she's a Jedi. I didn't see that. Yeah, she's on, she's can't. on the Jedi Council. Her okay. name is Yaddle, and okay. she's whatever Yoda's species is. But the only reason why it's called Baby Yoda is because nobody has ever identified what species Yoda is, so you can't call it like like you, if it was Chewbacca, you could say it's a baby Wookie. Yeah, but nobody knows what Yoda is, so people were just you know, in lieu of. Having a, a, a because way it to looks like Yoda. Refer to him; they call him Baby Yoda. Yeah,
3: because it looks like Yoda. But
5: I grew up in a, in the age of baby everything, Muppet Babies, Muppet Muppet Tiny Toons, Tom and Jerry Kids. So I see no problem. There with was this, a Tom I, and Jerry Kids. Yeah, Tom and Jerry oh, Kids. Tom and Jerry Kids. Better than Pokemon. So so I see I see I see no oh, issue in the babifying
1: of characters.
3: I don't have an issue with it either. I'm fine with it. Let's just call it what it is. It's baby Yoda.
1: It's that's that. So, <laughs> as far as what you're saying to the Etsy accounts. Oh yeah. I get it. Andrew's right as well as far as there's not a problem with it, but I I think morally like you can't take someone else's thing, make something from it, profit from it and then be mad that they said yo, don't do that. Yeah, 100%. You can't. Yeah. You can't be upset <clears throat> at true. that. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's not like, yours. It's yeah. like if you so got a, if okay. you got
5: away with it, fine. But if you get caught, you just kind of have to be like, well, yeah, you, fair okay. enough. All
2: right, yeah. okay. But also, like, wouldn't it be easier I would for never, Disney just to uh, like release a little tag that says official instead of instead
5: of like? Well, they actually they 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 have people have done that in the past. That was like the back in the '90s, the Jurassic Park toys. Mm-hmm. If you watch the commercials for them, they'd be like, look for the JP to know this is an official Jurassic Park. Uh, product mm. And the reason why they did that is because there was a huge problem with bootleg Jurassic Park toys. Couldn't you just bootleg the JP then? Probably. Yeah. But people do stuff like that sometimes mm-hmm. to try to differentiate it. But, it, you know, it doesn't help because, like you said, you can just bootleg the JP. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's like it, the, thing I, the thing I equate it to is, like, I would never steal from a, like, small mom and pop shop or, like, a small independently run store. But sometimes I'm walking around Target and I'm just like, eh. I'm just gonna walk out with this. Who gives a fuck? It's Target. Wait, you mean like theft? Yeah, yeah I like like I've I don't regularly do it, but every once in a while, when I've, I've never expected like, you more. I visit my family for for Thanksgiving, and we always go out to stores on Black mm-hmm. Friday, and like I just go with them just to go with them, but I really have no interest. I don't like buy anything. So we we're at this we we're at Kohl's with my family, and the line is like fucking around the block around the entire mm-hmm. store, and uh, my wife or my girlfriend at the time she she just like. Wanted this lip balm, but we were just like, I'm not going to wait in this fucking line for lip balm. Mm-hmm. So I just put it in my pocket and we walked out.
3: So you're and admitting <clears throat> uh, right now you have you have committed theft.
5: Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's like every once in a while you get a wild hair up your ass of like, oh, I just feel like this thing is small enough and I could just get away with it. I'm just mm-hmm. going to walk out with this. Who gives a fuck? It's fucking Target. For all of the crimes that major corporations have committed in humanity, like they deserve to
2: deserve it
5: have some money stolen I, from them but i would never i would never steal from a small independent mm-hmm. store where it would directly affect a person but in one of these moments where i decided to just walk out the door with a soda instead of p- paying for it and if i ha- and if i got caught i wouldn't be like this is fine this because, is mine because this is this is there's nothing wrong yeah. with this because target is a evil mega corporation i would just be like eh, you got me you got like me what now. am i gonna do
3: Well, theft leads to murder. No, the more
2: you steal from Target, the higher their prices have to be, driving people back to mom and pop shops. So people steal as much as you want from Target. All right, (laughs) and and Walmart, go fuck yourselves, Walmart. We're gonna move on. (laughs) They're going to jail. Yeah,
3: (laughs) it's just gonna be me and Kelly.
1: Stealing is bad, guys. It doesn't matter what you. I don't know. Stealing is bad. Morality
5: is fluid. Yeah, and uh, purely subjective. It's not. It's not a binary. As we, as, as we were talking about a little bit before, maybe it was off the podcast. I forget. It's a blur now. We were talking about The Matrix 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So The Matrix 4 is being made. Uh, Hugo Weaving won't return as Agent Smith.
1: Oh, he's probably old, just like Robert Downey Ooh, Jr. Uh, no, it was actually a, he was, it was a scheduling conflict. Yeah, mm. oh, was uh, it? Yeah, Schedul- yeah. he yeah. probably has to go to the ARP. <laughs> yeah. This is all going on That's record. That's the
5: scheduling
2: conflict. <laughs> How dare you? <clears throat> Hugo Weaving is a master. There's a
5: there's a classic car show in Burbank on that day, and I just <laughs> can't just can't, just can't, yeah, can't there's, do it.
2: Yeah. there's some Mustangs there. I just <laughs> got,
3: gotta look at.
5: Keep there's doing. a Beach Boys cover band. It's gonna be a big night.
3: I can't yeah. go.
2: You guys, yeah. he's doing Cloud Atlas too, and he doesn't want anybody to know about it.
5: Wait. So the Wachowskis are directing Matrix 4, and then they're also simultaneously making Cloud Atlas 2. Absolutely. And then they
1: asked him <laughs> and to then be... They're like,
2: they're <laughs> like,
5: we don't want to spread you too thin. You're a minor
2: character on Cloud Atlas. So we're just going to keep you there. Yeah.
5: Hugo Weaving has revealed that he isn't reprising his role as Agent Smith. He was apparently included in the script, and he tried to work it out, but it wasn't in the cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hugo had this to say. Um, it's unfortunate, but actually I had this offer for The Visit, which is a play... And then the offer came from The Matrix. So I knew it was happening, but I didn't have dates. I thought I could do both, and it took eight weeks to work out that the dates would work. I held off on accepting a role in the visit during that time. I was in touch with the Wachowskis, but in the end, she, uh, they decided the dates weren't going to work. Uh, actually, I think the way this is worded, I think maybe just Lana Wachowski is directing The Matrix. And oh, the, the only the only one that's involved. 20th Century Fox is no more. Disney is officially renaming it 20th Century Studios. So they're, they're getting rid of the Fox branding name on all of the Fox properties. So it's all going to be 20th century pictures or 20th century studios or whatever. Fox Searchlight Pictures is getting replaced, uh, changed to Searchlight Pictures. So they're just dropping the Fox name from everything, which makes sense because they basically bought all the studios from Rupert Murdoch, but he's still, he still has the Fox Corporation. Mm. So he's sort of keeping the name. Yeah. And they're just taking the assets.
3: It, it makes sense. It's an end of an era, though.
5: Yeah, it is crazy. It's like, I mean, that just there's like not going to be any more 20th century Fox. There's yeah. not going to be any Fox as we know it. The only Fox Except is going to be. these Foxes right here. Yeah. Ah. yeah.
4: Wait, what? <laughs>
5: the only Fox is going to be left over is just Fox News. Yeah. That's Fox pretty much it. Network. The yeah. year's
2: 2055. What's happening? Disney decides to drop the America on the United States of America. The United States of Disney.
5: I love that. <laughs> if we're going to go, if we're going to already be this. Deep into the immersion of like 1984 level uh, like dystopian corporate nightmare, we might as well go all the way yeah and, just, be and just become the United States of Disney.
2: I'd like to be the United States of Disney.
1: I would definitely like that over the United States of Amazon. On I, to the next <laughs> question for you guys. real quick. Robert Downey Jr. says there's nothing wrong with him doing he doesn't regret doing Blackface: Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah. Now, real quick, respond. Uh, react.
3: Say all that again.
1: Robert this Danny is out of Jr. context. That's yeah, not it's, a, this
3: it's, is not it's what out of he said. Con- like, like that's th-
5: that's why it's hard to react quickly. Yeah. My, my, so my you saying that to you saying that my yeah. knee-jerk reaction is very out of touch and showing his privilege. Right. I think the um, exact opposite. But but that that quote because I, I I I I read and watched the actual original. Uh, interview, mm-hmm. and all of the articles and stuff like that have that have come out since then they're all wildly taken out of context one hundred percent you're a
1: hundred percent correct, yeah, I don't have a problem with him doing that in that movie
5: i there there's many problematic things about Tropic Thunder, whether it's the blackface thing or the Never go full, mm-hmm. and yeah. such and such. Yeah, um, there's there that that movie could definitely never be made now. No, no. And even when it was made, it was definitely towing the line of like, is this yeah. okay? I yeah. mean, when I was younger, I didn't have a problem with it, but yeah. now in retrospect, I'm just like, Ey. but I, I feel like one of the sort of byproducts of. Uh, the increased like social awareness and political correctness that we've gotten into, not the, I don't I don't think it's a bad thing, but sometimes there's not as much room for satire anymore, and like satire gets like taken on its face. Like people will see something satire and they'll be like, "You can't do that because it's bad," and they just don't care to hear the nuance of like why right. somebody's doing it. So I think that's definitely a case of like at the time. Like, Ben Stiller was, like, directly criticizing people. He was basically taking it to its logical extreme Mm -hmm. of just, like, the pretentiousness of method actors and how they just adopt a culture as a costume for, like, three months to do a movie and then they cast it off and how – what a luxury that is. And, like, literally becoming black is, like, the extreme example of that. And now, you know, in I I think people just – don't have as much willingness to accept the nuance of that, and they just see it as like a oh, white guy did blackface, and that's wrong. Yeah. And they're not wrong. They're
1: wrong. You know why they're wrong? Because all they're doing is looking at it one dimensionally. That's the issue.
2: What dimension? Which? I mean, what's the one dimensionally
1: surface level? Hey, that guy has a brown face on. But if you're it, the reason why I watched the movie and felt okay about it. As a teenager, and in that interview where he said 90% of his black friends are okay with it, and most black people I know say, I love that movie, and I love that character, is because we didn't look at it to say, whoa, he's making fun of us. We looked at it in the same way that you just explained it. A dude playing another dude who's acting another dude, whatever he says in the movie. There's not an inkling of terrorizing we the people. Mm-hmm. that's why when he said he doesn't regret it I was like you shouldn't regret it you're an actor you acted in something but was it a minstrel show no
5: yeah it definitely wasn't a minstrel show and also in the interview like like I said it was all taken out <laughs> what he said was taken out widely out of context he didn't say he didn't say I didn't regret it and he also didn't say 90 90, 90% of my black friends thought it he was okay well he, no he said those things but he didn't say those things like as they're presented he said it in context of he was asked if he regretted it. And he basically was like, no, I mean, I definitely, like, a lot of people were, were telling me it was a bad idea. And, uh, you know, I definitely, you know, thinking back on it in retrospect, like, I can't believe I did that. But, you know, I don't regret it because, you know, people should be able to, like, make mistakes and learn from them. Like, that was kind of what he said. He didn't just say, like, I, he didn't say, no, he the way it's presented figure. is he said, I didn't regret it. I think it was yeah, fine. Full but, stop. The, but what yeah. he said was, like, I don't regret it because I just don't believe in, like, Going back and like changing th- mistakes you've made, right. like I want, I, I want my life to exist on record so that I can learn from mistakes that <laughs> I've not made. A mi- that's not a mistake. And then he said the thing about ninety percent of his black friends thinking it was okay. In in re, it was in response to being asked, like. Yeah. Did people did people around you think this was a bad idea? And he was like, yeah, I mean, my mom was mortified. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, m- like most of my black friends thought it was fine. They said it was OK. Like he was kind of just answering the question. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't saying it as a defense. He wasn't mm-hmm. being like, well, it was OK to do because 90 percent of my black friends thought it was OK. He was just answering a question.
1: The operative word here is context. And I said yeah. it the way I said it, like a headline, just so I could see <laughs> Kirk's face. I
3: i have been tuning out this whole time, so... Ha.
1: Sorry. But I, I said it like that on purpose, but the, the main thing is... Like, so you are a con artist. No. I, ah. said it, I said it in the context of we're on a podcast and I want to see you react. That be- well, why? That being said, <laughs> well, Robert Downey Jr. Pokemon.
5: should have been smart enough to realize that anything you said on this highly charged subject... Would be taken out of context and reinterpreted by outrage culture news media on They're the internet. Wrong. Bunch of so he should have just not said anything. No, he I should have been like he, he should it. have been when when he brought up Tropic Thunder. He should have been like, uh, "I'm coming back as Iron Man.
1: <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it for free. I'm, no. it for free. I'm gonna do it for free." No, I, I, I appreciate it. the fact that he said that and he didn't shame anybody, and I like that he said that he appreciates people that don't like it, and it's like you have the right to feel that way and that's that but to me i think it was it was great he didn't make fun of us and he didn't and it, it didn't hurt me so
5: yeah i think I, I mean i think there is some level of what that movie did that had a little bit of like tone deafness to it i don't think it was perfectly justified in the things that it did but I think it was much more nuanced than people like presented yeah, as. Yeah, it
3: tried to because the other character, uh, the other. Ben uh, Stiller's character? No, the other African American character,
1: the young guy. Oh, whatever. Booty right. oh, Juice. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah,
3: they had like a scene where they tried to.
1: Brandon T. Jackson. Yeah. Oh. They, so yeah. they
3: tried to make whether it's successful or not, it's
0: debatable.
2: Yeah, don't get mad at him for that. There's. there's nah, that, see, <laughs> that You can't say that. <laughs> no, I just mean, there's, there's better things to be mad at Robert Downing Jr. about. And most of it is uh, advertising to children. Yeah. Advertising to children. All right. He, Robert Downing Jr., owns uh, like a production company that works with Butch Hartman on Hulu now, and they run really like problematic ads on their YouTube and their Hulu uh, page. Or on their. Hulu. He works with Butch Hartman. He his production company that he owns does.
1: Team Downey, really? Is that
2: is that the company name or something but yeah he does and and he it does it's like he has no i don't know if he doesn't have any oversight or he's not paying attention to it but the ads that they run are, are like well yeah very I mean, that's,
5: that's like butch hartman is like a fucking piece of shit yeah he's and, a- and
2: robert downey jr st- and like people like tweet him and bring it up to him and like he doesn't answer any questions about it so i'm assuming he knows what's going on
5: weird yeah, yeah. like because butch hartman is like he's like a hyper religious like kind of homophobic yeah, like and anti yeah. lgbtq like yeah. guy who like he preaches family values yeah like the family like, like the family values but really what he's saying is like gay marriage is bad exactly and stuff yeah like yeah, that.
2: and and that's like that I, <clears throat> I found that out i was watching a youtube video about it and it's just weird that like he just won't answer questions about it either he, he, he he's acting i feel like he's acting like he doesn't know about it but his company that's, company's, that's oh, really strange really shitty for it uh but yeah like the yeah. Guy?
5: yeah but okay. he created fairly odd parents Fair but odd parents. he's kind Of a piece of shit, yeah. Word. We already talked about um Bryce Armstrong, the narrator from Dragon Ball Z, and also played Captain Ginyu, passing away. Also, Terry Jones, founding member of uh legendary sketch comedy group Monty Python, director of the labyrinth, died, yeah, 77. He's been dealing with a very rare form of dementia known as FTD for several years, and he finally passed away uh, succumbing to the uh, effects of it. I, I loved Monty Python growing up. It was definitely a formative thing in my, you know, developing my sense of humor yeah, and like the my style of comedy, and I definitely like when I was in like high school and out of high school, definitely like started sketch comedy groups, you know, just wanting to be like Monty Python and yeah, Terry, Terry Jones is great. Uh, I mean, they're all great. I I think maybe Terry Jones and Michael Palin might've been my favorite too.
3: I mean, it's going to be a point where it's, they're all going to be gone at one point. Why this. would you? That's s- it. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be real sad.
5: Well, it's funny because Monty I mean, Python, Tyler. you know, they, they have a very dry yeah. British sense of humor and they've always like kind of approached death in a very kind of like, very british type way where like there's a sketch that monty python did uh called the dead parrot sketch john cleese plays this like shop owner of this pet store and he's like someone brings back a parrot and they're basically like there's something wrong with this parrot and he just is telling them that the parrot is dead and they just won't get it and he just keeps describing that the parrot is dead in all these different ways, and the person just can't understand it, and he ends up being like, "The parrot is deceased. It has ceased to exist on this earth. It is post life." And so he basically, at so one of the other members of Monty Python, Graham Chapman, he died uh, back in the eighties mm-hmm. uh, or nineties, whatever it was, I forget, um, and he basically did that speech at his funeral. Yeah, it was great. And they appeared on a they appeared on a on an interview like with his ashes in an urn. And like had his ashes in like a, its own seat, and then was, we're just like, oh, he's like shy today, and he doesn't want to talk. So uh, in a very Monty Python fashion, when on the day he died, they uh, announced it on the Monty Python uh, Facebook page, probably other social media, but that's where I saw it. And it was a it was a tribute to Terry Jones, like R.I.P. died mm-hmm. today at seventy seven. Uh, and then and it said uh, it said two down, four to go.
3: That's very Monty
4: Python ish. <laughs> That's so Monty Python
3: ish. That's so great. I mean, it's gonna happen, but R. which R. is
5: P. which is just very yeah, very yeah. very Monty Python. And then final story. We've talked about a couple deaths today. This might be the most tragic of them all. Damn, the damn. most tragic passing that we've ever discussed. What
1: Happened to
3: Betty White. Don't joke she's, around she's like still going that. Strong. Jesus. Oh, okay.
5: Every time I see a new story about Betty White, I always am <laughs> thinking now. that it's a thing of her dying, and then oh, it's also it, it's, and then it's always like. Betty White rides a golf cart. Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Peanut has died.
3: Of a peanut allergy? Nope. Tragic, violent death. Yes. Get the heck
5: out of here. Planners confirmed that Mr. Peanut died during a pre Super Bowl ad, and Nutlers, lovers everywhere Wednesday, are mourning his death. The snack company posted the ad of Mr. Peanut, clad in his signature top hat and holding his black cane, and his friends, Wesley Snipes and Matt Walsh. Wesley Snipes Wesley Snipes hey. legendary actor Wesley Snipes and then Be one of where you're treading Water here and then one of the founding members of Upright Citizens Brigade yeah. who nobody knows who that is and they might vaguely recognize him as like is that the doctor from The Hangover yeah and they definitely don't know each other Mr. Peanut Wesley Snipes and Matt Walsh yeah Mr. Peanut the fictional peanut British aristocrat character, yep. legendary white men can't jump actor Wesley Fine. Snipes, finest role. <laughs> That's true. And improv actor who, who runs founded, a theater, who founded a theater in New York City, are driving together in a car when they suddenly lose control and drive off a cliff. They're all three hanging onto a branch. And Mr. Peanut decides to sacrifice himself to save to save Wesley Snipes yep. and Matt Walsh, and, and he lets go yep. and falls into the ravine and dies.
3: And it's brilliant. It's brilliant commercial, mostly because Wesley Snipes is doing some top notch, high level dramatic he? acting. Oh my god! Like he gets emotional in it. He's like, don't. He like real sellers like, don't don't do it, Mr. Peanut. Don't do it. And it's way it's great. Like, <laughs> Wesley is back.
2: I just want you
5: guys to know that I love you and
2: Eat my nuts as he falls off. Like, a brand,
5: don't make light of this. Yeah. Oh, this is serious. Sorry. A brand manager for Kraft Heinz says it's with heavy hearts that we confirm Mr. Peanut has passed away at hundred and four years old. He will be remembered as the legume who always brought people together for nutty adventures and a good time. And then uh You okay? Matt, you need a moment? <laughs> According to Hess, fans can tune into Mr. Peanut's funeral during (laughs) during the third quarter of the Super Bowl when the company's full ad will premiere. I hope this is is hype. This is hype for a super bowl commercial that is a funeral for mr peanut
1: (laughs) and it's all to sell peanuts let me
5: (laughs) let me just show you this real quick i'm gonna i'm gonna i I wanna i wanna
1: is called the estate of this is genius oh my
5: god (laughs) i'm gonna show you this i'm gonna show this to you guys really quick and then i want to say something but first we gotta i'm gonna watch this really quick
3: it's wait no one has seen it i haven't seen it at all right now just all you need to do is peep wesley snipes He's doing top notch, high level. Oh, up.
2: I'm waiting for Mister Peanut to meet his legume doom. He should be in a fall well race. grace.
3: Well done.
2: Matt, let go. <laughs> no, you let go.
4: What's that? <gasps> oh!
3: That's fucking great! Oh my god! Witness Wesley steps. she's like, no, don't, don't. Don't. so. Fucking oh great. my god! Very Kel- Kelby, if you say one bad thing about this commercial,
1: I won't be your friend. There's a flap. <laughs> you got to come back as Iron Man. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is so weird, but I like it. I love you know, it. I like I it. I don't know, it. It. I know if that was the highest level of uh, acting I've seen, but him doing, two, yeah, for Wesley two, two, Snipes is, that is.
3: for a commercial. For, <laughs> oh! Yeah, you go fuck yourself. I know. Yeah, uh for a commercial that he could have phoned in, definitely high level.
1: So and he said, well, Matt. You gotta go. Oh yeah, okay. he's like let go, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> instantly.
2: I do love uh, Matt. Whatever his name is, Matt Matt Walsh. Yes. He's
1: great. So, I bet you they auditioned for this.
5: <laughs> I mean, I can't even. I can't even imagine how this Matt about. Walsh became the third guy. In yeah, this.
2: that's weird. Oh, Wesley Snipes is a huge upright citizen Green fan. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, he has no fucking idea who Matt Walsh is. He knows who. <laughs> Great. Um the the thing I'll say about this before we leave is uh I've been reading up and really delving into this f- recently both because of a fascination that I have with it especially with like what's going on in the country and I was I was doing uh, a lot of research into post-truth and the death of satire. And one of the things that I was reading was that in a Consumerist capitalist society, the increased need for novelty exponentially growing from day to day leads to a dynamic where all satire will one day be unrecognizable as satire. Which is to say that one day something will seem like satire, and then later on, maybe six months from then, maybe a couple years from then, it will be unrecognizable as satire because things have gotten so strange. That the thing that was once seen as an absurd thing that could never happen in real life will become a normal thing that happens in real life. Most specifically, most relevantly, the fact that reality TV show actor Donald Trump is the president of the United States. Now, a Super Bowl advertising campaign that capitalizes off of the trope of a beloved celebrity dying... And the fact that the Super Bowl commercial for Planters nuts in 2020 is going to be a funeral for him is so fucking insane. And if you saw this, you would assume it was an onion article. Yeah, but it's a real thing. It's a real thing.
3: It's genius.
2: Do you think that the uh, that is caused by an unwillingness to learn and just like go in that direction when you write something sat- satirical and like people just don't understand it? Or do you think it's because people have more access to information and then it just becomes, you know, how am I trying
5: That's to such a big question yeah,
3: as, <laughs> for the end of a podcast.
5: Oh, yeah. So it's something to think I mean, about. When you I've said this before. We talked about this before. Whenever Chuck Jones created Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a satire of chase cartoons because he thought they were stupid. Mm-hmm. So he was making fun of Tom and Jerry because he thought they didn't have enough substance. So he created Wile E. Car- uh, uh, Coyote to to like make fun of Tom and Jerry. And it was, like, it was an even more over-the-top version of Tom and Jerry or Chase cartoons. It was supposed to be seen as a ridiculous parody of them. And it was only supposed to be a one-off thing. But people loved it so much that it became a staple of Looney Tunes. And it became a hugely popular series. And now when you look back on it, you're like, oh, like, yeah, like, Wiley e. Coyote. That's just a way – that's how cartoons were back then. Like, yeah. It, it, but – we don't recognize it as being strange. We just recognize that as being like a normal cartoon. But to him, when he made it, it was supposed to be like this ridiculous over-the-top thing that if you watched it, you would be like in disbelief at how stupid it was. This is our new normal. This is our new normal. So I don't know what the answer to that is. All I know is that, like I said, the increased need for novelty in a consumer-driven Society means that we will always just be wanting something bigger and bigger every time. And so one thing might seem absurd and ridiculous and unbelievable one day, and then a year later might be commonplace.
2: I think it's simulation. All righty.
5: Of course you do. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you like that and you haven't done it already, please subscribe. We'll get rid of Tyler eventually.
2: I'll meet my legume doom sometime Um, soon.
5: If you want to follow us and find out more information about the podcast or the nostalgic content we do on a daily basis, you can like our official Nostalgia Facebook page. Just Nostalgia, if you search that, we have the the official Nostalgia Facebook page. Uh, You can also join our Nostalgia Facebook group. If you search for Nostalgia in groups, you can join that uh, where you can keep up to date with the podcast and also be part of a community of Nostalgia fans talking about nostalgic type stuff every day. Uh, You can also follow us on Instagram, at Nostalgia, for more cool, daily, nostalgic content. And if you uh, have a question or a thought or anything that you might want read on air during our podcast, you can email us at nostalgicastpod at gmail.com. If you want to support us in a more monetary way, you can go to the Nostalgia Facebook page. At the top, there's a button that says Become a Supporter. Click that. For $4.99 a month, not only do you support the podcast, you also get access to exclusive bonus content. That nobody else has act- access to bonus videos, bonus episodes, other things that we haven't determined yet. Thanks for listening.